Thanks for taking the time to listen to this NHS Employers podcast. For all the latest NHS HR workforce information, visit www.nhsemployers.org. Hello, my name is Jane Raven and I'm an Area Head of Engagement for the North of England with NHS Employers. In this Professional Development Strategy podcast, we'll be exploring the map of influence and role remit tools, looking at how they've been developed, how they are being utilised, and the benefits having such information has had on individual trusts. Firstly, I visited the place where these tools were first shaped, Northwest Borough's Healthcare NHS Foundation Trust. Come in. Oh, hi, Tracy. You're right. I'm great, thank you, Jason. Hi, it's good to see you. Good to see you too. The HR Directorate at the Trust is responsible for over 3,800 staff, and their HR Director, Tracy Hill, is a strong believer of talent management and growth from within. She explains why she was passionate to develop and promote these tools. It's important that we do the planning. How's it going? The work started um, in relation to talent management and succession um, for our HR professionals a number of years ago. I think um, a number of HR directors that had, uh, let me say, been around the system for some time, um, we we were chatting and we started to recognise that um, we were at an interesting point in terms of recruitment to HR directors um, in the NHS. we recognised that a number of colleagues were joining us from outside of the NHS um, and furthermore we also were hearing that people who were in deputy posts at that time were not automatically um, making the choice to actually um, apply and want to become a HR director in the future. Um, so I think what that culminated in, that culminated in us doing some further analysis which indeed did pr- prove to be that, um, that our deputies weren't that sure. Um, about whether they wanted to or whether they could um, actually aspire and be successful in a HR director post. Um, <clears throat> so what we did, we started to do some um, some work around developing a standardised um, role remit for the HR director or the workforce director role. Um, and we did that through consultation with, with colleagues um, from other professions um, and indeed um, professional experts outside of the NHS as well. Um, And that resulted in um, a role remit which outlined the, uh, the, I suppose, the broader role um, and contribution that a director of workforce can make to um, an NHS board um, and the importance of that role being recognised as a board level position. To support that, we we also completed um, a map of influence whereby we looked at the, the relationships that the workforce director must have and could have um, with their board colleagues in order to help them perform um, effectively in their functional and professional role as well. We completed the work um, on the role remit and the map of influence and then we recognised that in order to continue with this and to take it further we needed to look at um, the pipeline of people Um, who might aspire and be capable of becoming um, a workforce director and actually develop and demonstrate the competencies that we'd we'd recognised in that that piece of work. So we had a great opportunity to work um, in partnership with the Northwest Leadership Academy um, and we engaged the services of Capstick's HRA to support us with this, um, where we have developed um, a tool that will capture 
the level of competence that we have across the northwest within all HR professionals um, from band seven upwards. So that embraces colleagues um, in the specialties within our profession as well. So for example, organisational development, workforce planning, um, etc. So what that what we aim to do with this is to actually um, capture the competence, the level of competence and the level of ambition and aspiration that we have across the entire workforce in the Northwest, which will then enable us to assess, um, I guess, the current level of bench strength that we've got um, in our profession for the future and similarly recognise where the gaps are and where we may have a shortage of supply and a shortage of ambition. So therefore we can look at how we might invest and develop and work with colleagues in order to strengthen the pipeline that we've got for our profession in the future. And one thing that Tracy does like to do is to practice what she preaches. Her deputy director, Jason Brannan, aspires to become an HR director himself one day and he feels the value of Tracy's support in helping him on this journey. I think I'm very lucky because I have a HR director that gives me the ability to grow and gives me the ability to uh, think about my role really really broadly um, and gives me that level of guidance as well that I need to have that. Um, I think also as well my role's changed over uh, a period of time and so um, I'm one of those practitioners that originally came from uh, more of a HR slant um, and um, over the past 12 months I've um, had the OD function that started to report under me and so that's obviously uh, an area where I've been developing quite significantly and I've been very lucky to have a HR director that is an OD specialist that's been able to um, give me the both the technical support and also the knowledge to bridge some of those gaps but but I'd say in many ways it's about um, the um, style and also some of the freedoms as well um, freedoms both to make mistakes uh, and, and freedom as well just to know to make sure that I've got someone there to be able to say I'm thinking about doing this does this sound does this sound right does this not sound right without feeling as though it's a silly question to ask. So we are currently working on developing a protocol that will be a standardised approach that will be adopted across the whole of the North West. And I think that's important for, for fairness and for equality and for supporting all of our colleagues despite which organisation they work in. And actually striking the balance between um, attracting talent into the NHS while supporting our own people who through this process we have recognised as having ambition and capacity and capability to, um, to be workforce directors of the future. The Map of Influence role remit has spread far and wide across the country with a number of HR colleagues using it to expand and improve their workforce. It has also attracted interest from non-HR personnel with other areas of the clinical directorate exploring how they could use it across their field to help them network and understand the role of fellow senior colleagues. Oh, hi, it's Darren. Oh, hi, Dee, good to hear from you. How can I help? I visited the Countess of Chester oh, Foundation sure. yeah. um, Hospital Trust to find out how Darren Kilroy, the medical director at the Trust, has been using the tools to his advantage. He explains how the model is adaptable to other roles in helping to clarify the responsibilities of an individual and the importance this has on managing people and relationships. Like look at the um, high performance culture workshop agenda as well.
following our meeting. I think it's really important in healthcare at the moment that we uh, clarify the uh, roles and remits and responsibilities of all our senior team. Uh, no more so now than ever with uh, the, the increasing complexity of the healthcare environment. Uh, so I think this particular role remit and map is a really useful addition to uh, the scope of uh, development of our, of our people because um, the demands of board uh, executives are, are ever more complex and it's very really hard to determine sometimes where people's uh, responsibilities begin and end. And in my experience, that leads to a potential conflict and challenge in relation to getting the job done in an efficient uh, and effective manner. And I find on a very personal level, one thing that works well for me in my role at the Countess and in other organisations I've worked in is taking the time to understand what each other are there to do so you can support each other and help each other through a difficult situation. And there are no more examples, I think, that are great for this in terms of the challenges of working in healthcare than the interactions that you have with your workforce and OD colleagues. Uh, and also, I think it's really helpful, in my experience, for, for people in that role uh, to understand in career progression terms what, where, they're, where they're heading. If you're an aspirant uh, director of workforce or OD, or, or ideally both, then you really need to have a clear pen picture in your mind of, of what that career will hold for you. Uh, and so to have that clarity of role is really innovative, I think, and it's something we need to do more of to encourage people to, to take up career progression in those vitally important areas of practice. It was great to see the tools in action and making a real difference to talent management and to building relationships across teams in the NHS helping different colleagues to work together collaboratively instead of in silos. To access the toolkits and to find more about how you can build a professional development strategy, please visit our website at nhsemployers.org forward slash pds.